1: I'm the author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, and I write the Dear Therapist Advice column for The Atlantic.
2: And I'm Guy Winch. I'm the author of Emotional First Aid, and I write the Dear Guy Advice column for Ted. And this is Dear Therapists. This week, we're going to check in on a guest from season two to hear how they're doing a year later.
1: First, a quick note. Dear Therapist is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute medical or psychological advice and is not a substitute for professional healthcare advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician, mental health professional, or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or psychological condition. By submitting a letter, you are agreeing to let iHeartMedia use it in part or in full, and we may edit it for length and clarity. In the sessions you'll hear, all names have been changed for the privacy of our guests.
2: So today we're going to hear from Nicole. Nicole's episode was called Nicole's Family Divorce. Nicole's parents were getting divorced after 40 years. And Nicole had a lot of feelings about it, even though she was an adult, because adults often do have feelings when their parents get divorced. But Nicole had always been in this role in her family of being a mediator. And so she really struggled to make space for her own feelings because her parents and her sister were all coming to her for support. So Nicole really wanted to get out of the middle of her parents' problems. Let's get a reminder of how that session went.
3: It's kind of always been my role in life, has been the listener. So it's my parents, my mom, my dad, and then my sister. Everybody always comes to me when they have a problem with somebody else in the family. And then I kind of carry the burden of everybody's and try to give advice where possible. And at this point, though, it's kind of like everybody's coming to me and then everybody's problem is with the other person, which is a little more difficult.
2: You're listening to Dear Therapists. We'll be back after a short break.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. That's BetterHelp, help. helpcom slash Dear Therapists.
4: Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.
1: And now let's hear what's going on with Nicole a year later.
3: Hey, guys. And Lori, I just want to check in with you guys since we last chatted, I did get a new job and it's been super great for me. And I think that the thing that I changed the most since talking to you guys is just being able to shut off my engagement in the conversations with my parents. They both definitely still try to drag me into it. They both try to say things like, oh, your mom and I got in a fight. How does she seem? Or your dad got in a fight. How does he seem? Which isn't fair. And to be honest, like, I kind of got sick of saying, like, I don't want to talk about it. So I'm at the point where I just kind of, yes, mm -hmm," my way through whatever they're saying. I just want to know how you guys think that I can really get more firm with them or what kind of wording... I could use to help me with that. I don't feel like it's fair for them to do that to me and I just don't know how to say no, I guess. I do really want to thank you guys for your advice though. I was able to really work on my own feelings and how I feel about stuff versus letting their feelings take over. Um, thanks so much for all of your advice and I can't hear wait to hear what your guys' update is.
2: So it's good to hear that Nicole is really clear that it's unfair that her parents try and put her in the middle. And it sounds like the best she's been able to do is not engage them when they do put her in the middle. But what Nicole is struggling with is what a lot of people struggle with when they try to set limits. They set the limits. She told her parents, I don't want you to come to me. It's not fair to put me in the middle. That's not good for me. She did that part, but limit setting has two parts. The first part is very quick, that's setting the limit. The big part is the need to maintain that limit thereafter, time and time and time again, if necessary. And that's where she's struggling. She's not aware, I think, that she needs to continue to set that limit and remind them of it. Each time, the minute her father says, oh, I had an argument with your mom, um, dad, dad, to remind you, that's not something I want to hear. So please do not address that to me. If you're concerned about mom, contact mom. And the same to her mom. If she needs to say it every time she speaks with them, say it every time you speak with them, Nicole, that's what maintaining the limit is about.
1: Right, and a lot of people feel guilty doing that. And They feel like they need to apologize for setting the limit. But now that Nicole realizes that indeed this is unfair, there's nothing to apologize for here. She just needs to be very clear and brief. And the important thing is the consistency of the response. She can't sometimes give that response and sometimes let them talk about the other parent because they're not going to get the message. When you are consistent with setting the boundary, every single time that one parent talks about the other, when she very kindly, very calmly, very politely says, just a reminder, I don't wanna hear about your issues with mom or dad, then that's the only way they're going to get the message.
2: Absolutely, and consistency is the key word because if you do it four times and then the fifth you don't and you indulge it, the message she would be giving her parents is that sometimes it is okay. When it's not. And that's why the consistency is so important. And to be clear, it's very emotionally laborious to keep having to set limits with people. It's a difficult thing. It feels like a confrontation. It's uncomfortable. But I'm reminding Nicole and our listeners, the limit you set is you're letting the person know what you will tolerate, not what they want to do, but what you will or will not tolerate. And when you're saying, I will not tolerate that conversation, you have to be incredibly consistent and make sure that indeed you don't ever tolerate that conversation. That's the only way to be consistent. And for them to eventually, and they will, if you're consistent, get the message.
1: I also wonder what happened with her sister, because we had given her an assignment where her sister would come to her as well. And in one of those conversations, she discovered that she and her sister were both quite upset about the divorce. And we were hoping that maybe she and her sister could be mutually supportive for each other. So there would be some reciprocity there. It wouldn't just be the sister coming to Nicole, but Nicole could also go to the sister. So Nicole, if you're listening, I hope that you and your sister are able to have a more reciprocal relationship because you're setting a boundary with her as well. Because the thing about boundaries is that while it can be scary and it might feel like you're doing something aggressive, and sometimes people feel like, well, that's just gonna make things very complicated. Setting the boundary actually brings clarity to the relationship, makes things less complicated, and brings people closer together.
2: Next week, we're going to check in with Diane from season two to hear how she's doing a year later.
3: I had a really,
1: really, really hard time with that loss. I was probably a month out from surgery when my brother and sister-in-law announced they were pregnant. It really kind of sucked the air out of me because I was like, oh, now she's going to be pregnant. And oh, we could have been pregnant together. And that really caused like a big friction in my relationship with my brother and sister-in-law because I just didn't want to be around them. If you're enjoying our podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free so that you don't miss any episodes. And please help support Dear therapists by telling your friends about it and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews really help people to find the show.
2: If you have a dilemma you'd like to discuss with us, email us at laurieandguy at iheartmedia.com. Our executive producer is Noel Brown. We're produced and edited by Josh Fisher. Additional editing support by Helena Rosen, John Washington, and Zachary Fisher. Our interns are Ben Bernstein, Emily Gutierrez and Silva Lifton and special thanks to our podcast fairy godmother Katie Curick. we can't wait to see you at our next session Dear Therapists is a production of iHeartRadio
1: Fish food This show is sponsored by BetterHelp It's a simple truth no matter who you are mental health challenges can affect you